And a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Welcome to As the Sun Sets. It's the feast of Our Lady of Fatima. My goodness, when I think of when I was at Fatima the last time, what a wonderful celebration that was. Thousands upon thousands of people, hundreds and hundreds of priests and bishops all come together to honor Mary, the Mother of God. So today on the Feast of Fatima, we also honor Mary, the Mother of God. We thank the Lord for giving us Mary as our mother. Well, if you're traveling home right now, you're on the road, maybe the traffic is a little bit busy. If you're already at home, well, sit back, relax. We're going to pray the evening prayer of the church, enjoy some beautiful music, and reflect on the gospel of today. We begin by placing ourselves in the presence of the Lord and asking the Lord to be with us, to lead us, and to inspire us. And so we pray, O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
I, the Lord, am your Saviour. I am your Redeemer. Alleluia. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise Him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to His name, for He is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for Himself, and Israel for His own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever He wills, in heaven, on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From His treasury He sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians He smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders He worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land. On his people their land he bestowed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I, the Lord, am your Saviour. I am your Redeemer. Alleluia. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David, which has come among us. Alleluia. Lord, your name lasts, your name lasts and stands forever, unforgotten from age to age. For the Lord does justice for his people. The Lord takes pity on his servants. Pagan idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but they cannot speak. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. There is never a breath on their lips. Their makers will come to be like them, and so will all who trust in them. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sons of Aaron, bless the Lord. Sons of Levi, bless the Lord. And you who fear him, bless the Lord. From Sion may the Lord be blessed, he who dwells in Jerusalem. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Blessed is the kingdom of, of our father David, which has come among us. Alleluia. Let us sing to the Lord. Great is his triumph. Alleluia. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Let us sing to the Lord. Great is His triumph. Alleluia. Now our Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John chapter 21. Jesus showed himself to his disciples, and after they had eaten, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, Do you love me more than these others do? And he answered, Yes, Lord. You know I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time, Jesus said to him, Simon, son of John, Do you love me? And he replied, Yes, Lord, you know I love you. And Jesus said to him, Look after my sheep. And then he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was upset that he asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know everything. You know I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. I tell you most solemnly, when you were young, you put on your own belt and walked where you liked. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will put a belt round you and take you where you would rather not go. And in these words, Jesus indicated the kind of death by which Peter would give glory to God. And then after this, he said, follow me. The call of Peter. That's what we're looking at here this evening, the call of Peter. Jesus saying to Peter, do you love me? You see, following Jesus is not just a question of following him, but it really is a response to the question of Jesus, do you love me? And Jesus uses this word love, do you love me? And there's so many different, um, well, there's several different meanings to the word love. It could be very superficial love, could be a love of, uh, it could be an erotic love, it could be a love of fellowship, a love of friendship, for example, but it could also be the love of, of koinonia, of agape, of, of really the, the love of fellowship, where we are really concerned as a community for one another. And I think what Jesus is getting at deep down is this depth of love. Do you really love me with a genuine love? Not a kind of superficial love. Not a love which is erotic. Not a love which is just a love of friendship. But something that is really very, very deep. So, in the gospel this evening, Jesus is challenging Peter. Do you love me? 
And Peter says, each time, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And then Jesus says, I want you to feed my sheep. I want you to nourish. I want you to care for my people, for my flock. And that's what Jesus asks of Peter. And we know that while Jesus asks Peter three times, do you love me? We know how also three times Peter, after all this, denied Jesus three times. So it's very significant that Peter, who is full of enthusiasm, says, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And yet at the same time, when push came to shove, when Jesus was being uh, persecuted and suffering and preparing for his death, Peter denied that he even knew Jesus. You can imagine how deep down, how disappointed he must have felt and embarrassed he must have felt deep down inside himself. Imagine how Jesus felt completely disowned by one who had pledged his loyalty three times and to whom Jesus said, I want you to feed my lambs and to feed my sheep. So we see here the strong Peter, the very committed Peter, the Peter who says, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Why do you keep asking me? And then at the same time, we see the broken Peter, the Peter who will say eventually, I don't know him. I don't know the man. And yet, despite this kind of denial of Jesus, Peter is still the one who has to feed the lambs and the sheep that Jesus entrusts to him. And so we have right down through the ages the successors of Peter, who I suppose also in the very depths of their being are being asked by the Lord, do you love me? Feed my lambs and feed my sheep. And so I, tonight I want to pray. Pray very specially for our Holy Father. Pray for Pope Francis, who is the successor of Peter, the one who has the responsibility of feeding the lambs and feeding the sheep, the one who has the responsibility of leading, of guiding, of being an inspiration, of drawing people closer to the Lord, somebody needs to, who needs to encourage uh, the people of God to come closer and closer to the Lord. And so while Jesus interacts with Peter and asks him the question, do you love me? That same kind of question, I would believe, is something that is asked also of the successors of Peter, right down through the ages, do you love me? And of course the popes are going to be saying, yes, Lord, you know I love you. But I think we can, we can uh, go even a little further than that because we, we know we've got all the bishops of the church and all the pastors of the church. And to them also the Lord says, do you love me? And we say, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Feed my lambs and feed my sheep. So it's not just Peter who's got this responsibility of feeding the lambs and the sheep, but the bishops and the pastors of the church. That's why we call them pastors. Pastors are people who care for their sheep, people who care for their flock. And so I think it's really incumbent upon us to pray for our pastors, pray for all those whose responsibility it is to lead and to guide us. Um, the second thing I wanted to say this evening is while we must pray for our, our pope and the bishops and the priests and pastors and so on, the questions that Jesus asks of Peter, do you love me, are questions which I think you can put yourself in Peter's place there as well and say, Lord, you're asking me also, do you love me? And I say, as Peter said, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And so we too have a, a little responsibility in our own lives of being people in the hands of the Lord, nourishing those around us, feeding them, 
caring for them, just showing them the love and the mercy and the forgiveness of God so that we can take the words of the gospel today and say, it's not just words which are addressed to Peter. Yes, Jesus is speaking to Peter directly here. But I'm saying we can also take those words and let Jesus address them to us, to you and to me. Do you love me? And how do you answer? You're going to say, yes, Lord, you know I love you, but my love can be rather weak. So I want to say tonight, while we can pray for our pastors and for the Holy Father, we need to pray for ourselves also, that we can have a true and deep conviction, deep within us, that we can see the Lord also asking us, do you love me? And remembering the words of the Lord, he says, I have chosen you, you haven't chosen me. So that there is this personal relationship between ourselves and the Lord. And he's saying to you as well, as, as just as he said to Peter, do you love me? And how do you answer? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Feed my lambs and feed my sheep. But I want to say also, we know that we don't do this so well. We know that we are broken. We know that we are weak. Sometimes we might feel ourselves very, very ineffective. But we need to be there for one another. To do all this, we need not just to know, we need not only to hear the Lord speaking to us in the scriptures here, but in order to feed the lambs and the sheep, in order to be instruments in the hand of the Lord, in order to answer deeply and truthfully and convincingly the, the, the question of Jesus, do you love me? We need to have that spirit of God within us because it's something we can't do on our own. And so we living it today on the cusp of Pentecost. And so let's pray today that that spirit which the Lord promised us, that spirit will come into our hearts and enable us, empower us to say, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And let that spirit lead you and guide you into being a pastor in some way as you reach out to the people around you, showing them love and warmth and forgiveness and encouragement and compassion and so on, that we can be an instrument in the hand of the Lord, just as Peter was, just as our pastors are. May we too in our own lives be instruments in the hands of the Lord, bringing people hope as we strive in our lives to build and establish God's kingdom. And remember, it is something that we can't do on our own, we need the Spirit of God. And so on this eve of Pentecost, we pray that the Spirit might powerfully come into you, me, the pastors of the church, our Holy Father, that the whole church might in some way resonate with the Holy Spirit, that the whole church will somehow manifest in itself the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's the birth of the church, the Feast of Pentecost. And may the Spirit lead us and guide us and enable us to somehow allow the church to be an epiphany, to be a manifestation of the glory of God, of all that God stands for. May the church, in its own weak and broken way, may the Holy Spirit enable us in our small ways to allow the grace of God, the love of God, the compassion of God, the goodness of God, the light of God, the glory of God to shine through us into the world to bring joy, hope, happiness to people. The 
Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. He will teach you everything. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. Now they all persevered together in prayer with Mary, the mother of Jesus. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Now they all persevered together in prayer with Mary, the mother of Jesus. Alleluia. Now let us bless the Father who has poured on the nations the grace of the Spirit. <clears throat> May the grace of the Spirit spread throughout the world. Father, you gave your beloved Son as a light for all peoples. Open the eyes of a blind world to see Christ as the future of humanity. You anointed Christ with the power of the Spirit for his ministry of salvation. May he pass once more among us, healing the sick and doing good for everyone. Send your Holy Spirit to give rest to the weary and to strengthen our faith. Give life and joy to broken hearts. And fulfill the hope of the faithful departed. Raise them up in glory when Christ comes again. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, you opened for us the way to eternal life, when Christ your Son was taken up to glory, and your Holy Spirit came to enlighten your church. Grant that as we share in so great a gift, our faith may grow ever stronger and our service ever more loyal. Our prayer we make in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always, always.
So we come to the end of our evening prayer. Lovely being with you on this, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. I hope you've had a great day wherever you happen to be. And uh, on your way home from work, I suppose you're just going to stay uh, uh, stay at home this evening, be with your family and friends. But let's remember all those people gathered in Fatima on this day. It really is a national feast in Portugal as people come together to honor Mary, the Mother of God, Our Lady of Fatima. Lovely being with you today, and uh, do drive home, get home safely. Your loved ones are there waiting for you. And so from me, Father Emil, thanks for listening, and enjoy your evening. Good night, and God bless.